Hi everybody, it's my Fishing Cape Cod podcast host, Kevin Collins. Thanks for taking the time to swing by and check out the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast presented by Cape and Islands Mitsubishi and Cape Codder Boats. It's a pleasure having you here and thanks for checking us out. What you're about to listen to is an excerpt from our weekly My Fishing Cape Cod fishing report formatted podcast. In these weekly podcasts, we get fishing reports from MFCC members, bait and tackle shop owners and staff, as well as charter captains from a around the Cape Cod and the islands. This particular conversation is between myself and AJ Coots from Red Top Sporting Goods down in beautiful Buzzards Bay. AJ will provide a full Cape Cod Canal fishing report. He'll also provide a detailed false albacore report from the south side over toward Falmouth and also an offshore report for bluefin tuna in particular, recreational bluefin. Now, if you'd like to hear my full conversation with AJ and all of our other guest experts, head on over to myfishingcapecod.com. It's there you can use your username and your password to access this week's podcast as well as all of our past and future podcast content. If you're not yet a member of My Fishing Cape Cod, I highly encourage you to give a monthly membership a try. If after a month you feel it's not for you, you can feel free to cancel at any time without any issues. So if you enjoy our podcast, please consider giving a membership a try, as you'll also get access to the My Fishing Cape Cod forum, all of Ryan's articles, blog posts, tutorials, access to all of our group trips, and of course, all of our podcast content. So head on over to MyFishingCapeCod.com, but first, enjoy my conversation with Red Top's AJ Coots. Well, next up on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our great friend AJ Coots from down at Red Top Sporting Goods in beautiful Buzzards Bay. AJ, how are you this week? We're doing well. You know, the shop is fully stocked. Fishing's been okay, so no complaints on our end, man. That's good to hear, AJ. We got a, a little bit of a north wind, which is making the bay a, a little bit of a challenge at the moment. Um, but other than that, let's get into the canal because that's always a spot that's relatively sheltered from the surf. Certainly, certain wind directions and current directions can change that. But what's been going on at the canal? So for the past few days, there's been a lot of slot size fish around, um, plus or minus. You get couple below, a couple above, but for the guys looking to catch and keep, it's actually been you know, a pretty good time of year for them. They're, they're feeding on a little bit of squid at the east end. Uh, there's also some bluefish mixed in as well, um, also feeding on squid. And then just recently, we had a pretty good-sized bunch of peanut bunkers show up, so they're also dialed in on that small bait. So it's a good idea to uh, you know maybe go lighter on your gear, go smaller on your lures in order to to get those strikes because they're less likely with the small bait around, they're less likely to hit like a eight inch pencil than they are a, an epoxy jig or a resin jig or something along those lines. So let's talk about going a little bit lighter on the, the setup in the canal, because obviously you still, you know, have a, a variety of different elements that you have to, to battle in the canal. One being a, a very swift current as well. Uh, talk a little bit about the ins and outs of, of maybe, you know, targeting your setup, uh, to go a little bit lighter, a little bit smaller, you know, with this smaller bait, but also at the same time, you know, successfully and hopefully relatively quickly and greenly land these fish? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. Uh, it's a matter of how how strong do you have to go um, as far as the lighter stuff. So you could get away with, like, the same setup that you're going to use for Albies off the boat because you're not going to have to cast very far usually when they're the small bait are all in the rocks, so you typically don't have to cast that far. 
Um, but like you said, I mean, the longer you fight the fish, the the worse chance of their survival. So it's really a, it's really a tough balance, but I mean, honestly, without, without breaking out any of the, uh, the old setups or buying a new setup, most pencil poppers, like the rod range, um, is probably like two to six, you know, for a lot of the guys fishing the canal. So if you took one of like the Joe bags, he's got a new peanut resin that's shaped just like a peanut bunker. It's a great looking little lure. Um, he makes those in like a one and a half and a two. You could easily throw those on, you know, the setups that you're going to be throwing your three and four ounce pencils in the canal on anyways. So as, as long as you keep that in mind, you know, I think you can get away with what you got, or you could definitely, you know, buy a new rig or use a, a rig that you'd use for like the backwaters and the, in the bays and the early spring for the schoolies. You can use that setup as well. Well, that's great to hear and great intel. And in terms of what you're throwing on that, you know, to kind of match the hatch, if you will, uh, what is some stuff that you guys offer that can help these guys maybe hone in and, and sift or cull through, uh, you know, this light bait in order to maybe attract some of these, I'll say, slot-sized fish? Yeah. I mean, I mentioned one of them already, the, the Joe Bags um, peanut resin. Uh, he makes those from like three quarter ounce all the way up into six ounce uh, in tuna size. So I would say you're probably going to want to be looking at probably the the two ounce size is a is a great replica of the size of the bait and actually the shape of the bait that we're seeing in the canal right now. Um, so that's that's one great option there. You could definitely throw out a Castmaster or a Deadly Dick or or some kind of metal lure and. You could even throw out an epoxy jig for these fish. You know, more than likely, as long as you as you dial it back from your seven to eight inch pencil poppers down to like a a three to five inch bait, I mean, you're going to have a lot better success. You know, dialing these baits back size wise. Probably color wise, you probably want to stick with your your white or your silver, silver, you know, silver black stuff like that. Something that really mimics those fish that are around. And what's also going on, you know, off the West End in Buzzards Bay? I always like to check in. Uh, we are flipping the calendar to September. Is the water cooling down at all out there? Is there any more action? No. I mean, if anything, the water's still probably increasing. I, wow. I think I've seen surface temps up to, I mean, over 80 degrees, probably wow. 82 in, like, Monument Beach. Connor, Connor and I were just talking before, before you called, and he said uh, – leaving the marina that um his surface temps on the boat were 83 i think he said so i mean that is that's like bath water probably warmer than i would take a bath honestly yeah so as far as bass out in that area i would i'd probably shy away i would lean more towards if i was going out in the boat i would probably go off of like plymouth or if you're heading out of the canal, you can bang a right, head over to like Scorton's, Barnstable, that kind of area mm -hmm. that they have fish in the in the deeper water and the colder water out in Cape Cod Bay. Yeah, on a, on a day like this, no one's going out pretty much, you know, with this north northeast. So that's going to limit that for sure. And and with this wind, you know, uh, from the storms that are passing out to sea, do you expect that to kind of shake up the fishery at all or, or feel any effects from these storms? It's hard to say. I mean, if they come in close, it can it can stir the water up, and that'll, you know, that'll ruin a, a few days of fishing while it takes a few tide cycles to, to clear that out and filter the water out back to cleaner water. Not that we have the cleanest water up here, but, you know, if they, if they come in, um, like a couple of years ago, we had that hurricane in the fall, and it just, it killed fish, and that was kind of the end of it. So, I mean, it does... 
weather can definitely play a, a big part on how these fish move and if they stick around and whatnot. And I suppose, too, it, w- it would have a, a greater effect on our offshore fishery with all the tuna guys. What have you been hearing about the tuna bite? The tuna bite is still solid. Um, with this with this warm water that we have, they're going to be sticking around for a little bit. Uh, south of the Vineyard's good. Uh, east of Chatham, like Crab Ledge, I've heard, has been pretty good out there. So fortunately, you don't have to go too far, which means you don't need a huge boat to be able to, to reach these wreck-sized fish. And last but not least, we're heading into a big holiday weekend. What's been going on down at Red Top? Do you guys have anything special for the Labor Day holiday or anything new and exciting you want to talk about? As of right now... Um, I don't have anything new and exciting other than that, uh, you know, this is the time of year that the Albies show up and the Albies have been showing up, um, in Woods Hole and in the Falmouth area, um, thicker and thicker day by day, I guess off of Nobska today, it was pretty good. Um, on a day like today with the wind, you know, at your back from the South facing beaches of the Cape, you might be, might be able to reach them from shore. So it's a cool little fishery that we have that's a, a great thing to do in the fall. And, um, you know, this is the time that we're we're gearing up for it and ready to rock. Well, it's good to hear you guys are locked and loaded, you know, for the weekend. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of foot traffic in there, AJ. So I'll let you get back to work, and we really appreciate you making time to join us here on the podcast. Absolutely, Kevin. We'll talk to you in a bit. That was AJ Coots of Red Top Sporting Goods joining the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast presented by Cape and Islands Mitsubishi and Cape Cotter Boats. As I mentioned, if you enjoyed this part of the conversation and you want to hear the entire podcast, please head on over to myfishingcapecod.com. It's there you can access this podcast in its full entirety, as well as all of our past podcast content and all of our future fishing report podcasts that we post every Thursday or Friday afternoon. If you're not yet a member of My Fishing Cape Cod, I highly encourage you to give a monthly membership a try. If after a month you don't like the podcasts or the content, you can feel free to cancel with no hassle and no obligation. It really is a no-brainer and a win-win situation for everyone. So I hope to be chatting with you all again in the near future. And until then, this is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off. Tight lines and take care.